Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friends. I am tremendously honored and grateful to have with us today my guest, Shannon Popkin. Hi, Shannon. Thank you for coming on. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I am so excited. And you are such a valuable influencer in my life and in reading your book that you co-authored with Kate Motong called Influence, Building a Platform to Elevate Jesus, Not Me. So right, yeah, right away, (laughs) I was like, wow, that's a unique book. And (laughs) Yeah, it opened up my eyes to looking at platform building in such a new way and how you both wrote about pointing others to Jesus and not ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited that you were encouraged by it. Our hope is just that those who want to influence others would just think about how to do it as a Christian, you know, a distinctly Christian way of influencing. We all have a lot of opportunities, new opportunities to influence, like even this podcast, right, is a great opportunity to influence, but we want to do it in a Christ-focused way, so yeah. Yeah, I love it, and you know, there's so many things in this book about fear and you know, not having confidence. And I'm just so excited for you to dive in to more about the book and maybe just share more about yourself and your God story and your testimony on how this book started. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. Well, um, I think probably the first time I started thinking, I, I don't even think I knew what a platform was yeah. when, I, when I first became a writer. But I think, you know, right around the, the time that my first book came out, which was 2017, you know, there's just this expectation that you will gather followers and that you will help promote your book. And I just felt so awkward about that. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. who yeah. who wants to talk about themselves and lift up their own? It just, it's hard. It's really hard to do. Um, and so, yeah, I felt really weird just putting a website together. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I'm like, this is just so weird to even put a website together right. about, you know, what I'm doing. This is, you know, it's just the new stuff. It's yeah. 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 Right. Like, I, I remember the first time I launched my blog for the first time, that, and that was both like way before my first book launched. And I sent an email out letting everyone that I knew know about like, here I'm starting this blog. And I just remember feeling sick to my stomach all day, like just imagining different <laughs> yeah. friends or family members opening that and thinking, oh, what does Shannon yeah. think she has to say to the world? Like, why would she do, you know, and then just doubting yeah. and second guessing, like, what am I doing? Oh, why did I even try that? You know, just wanting to I just know. go climb in bed and cover myself up, you know. So there's like, yeah. we want we want to share, we want to influence others, you know, we want to be available and use our gifts for Jesus. But there's something really hard about that, too. You know, there's a fear of being misunderstood, like a fear that I think it's all about me or that I'm 
I think I'm special in some way, right? And um, yeah, so yeah. those are the, the feelings that we have to work through if we want to step out and say something to the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know I I was kind of struggling when I launched the podcast with that. And, you know, you, you can't help you can't control what other people think, you know? Yeah. So I just was like, you know, obedience is more important than what others think. And I think basically it just comes down to that, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Yeah. Following Jesus. And, you know, I think there's a, there's a balance, you know, I remember as, I don't remember how, how early in my writing, but I, um, I had an article that was being published by a magazine and we were on vacation in uh, Florida and my my editor for the magazine article got in touch and said, hey, can you make these changes? And I remember going into the office at this resort we were staying at and saying, my editor needs something from me and feeling so important that I could say yeah. my editor yeah. <laughs> and just like kind of almost wanting to build that up, you know, and sounds so important. And like, it was like yeah. my third magazine article ever in my whole life, but it just sounded so cool, you know? So I think, yeah. you know, there's that yeah. too. Like there's a part of us that really enjoys letting other people know. Um, and then there's a part of us that just cringes at the thought, you know, so it's just yeah. it's a whole gamut, right, of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, and I think especially, you know, as Christians, we, we do have this tension because the metaphor of platform, and that's kind of what we're talking about with this book is platform. And and let me just say, like, for our listeners who might not be a writer or a speaker, maybe you're, you just want to share, maybe you're a songwriter, maybe you are, you have some artistic creativity, and you want to share something that you have created, whether it be jewelry or artwork or something, you know, in right. some way, you would like to share what you have with the world. That's, that's what we're talking about in relationship to platform. The, the metaphor is, um, on a platform, you lift something up so that it can be seen or it can be heard. And mm. so the tension is, how do we do that as Christians? Because yeah. Jesus says, like, how can we lift something up that that has to do with us when Jesus says to humble ourselves, right? And and so mm-hmm. how, or how can we gather followers and but still be like a meek, humble follower of Jesus. Like he was, he was right. um, so humble and so not self-serving. And then we get into like building up our stats or building up our, um, our following or our, whoever is buying our products. And how can we be focused on that and like still be like picking up our cross to follow Jesus? Yeah. Right? yeah. So how do those things work together as Christians? I think sometimes they just feel like they're in opposition to each other. And so mm-hmm. that those questions are really what Kate and I, my co-author, just went after because we just wanted to figure it out for ourselves. Like we wanted to mm-hmm. work through it and, and kind of like come out on the other side with a new confidence about like, like we're not neglecting our call to be humble followers of Jesus. And yet we are still passionately following this calling to serve the world with what God has given us. So how do we do yeah. that in a responsible way? I love it. And then that brings us to the cover of the book, A Lifeguard Stand. Yeah. You know, being a beach girl from SoCal. Yeah. You know, that's where (laughs) I used to live in Southern California and moved to Austin, Texas. And so naturally, I gravitated to that 
book, you know, the cover and just loved it. So share a little bit of the meaning behind that lifeguard stand and how that relates to the platform building. And was that both your guys' idea or was it Kate's or yours or how did that come about? Yeah, um, I think it was maybe originally my idea. I, I, I always love to tell this story about my daughter when she was two years old. We went to a pool and there was a lifeguard on a really tall chair and, you know, a lifeguard stand. And she looked mm-hmm. up and said, that's the king, isn't it, daddy? That's the king up there. <laughs> and we had to laugh because, you know, in her little mind, anybody who was up on a tall chair was a, a king. That's how it looked in her picture books, right? And mm-hmm. so we, we said, no, honey, that's the lifeguard. That's not the king. <laughs> and so... Um, you know, we don't usually think of a lifeguard like the humor is, like a lifeguard and a king are, you know, worlds apart. A lifeguard is up there because they're they're positioned to serve. We actually feel sorry for the lifeguard who's up on yeah. his tall stand, you know, standing there. And um, but, but they're lifted up so that they can serve. And that's, as a Christian influencer, our goal in being lifted up so that we can be seen or be heard, it's, our goal is to serve. We're turning toward our audience with a heart to serve, to position ourselves so that we can most effectively toss out what people need. But along with that metaphor, some of us, once we get up on our platform, you know, sharing with the world, whatever God has given us, well, we kind of get sidetracked and we turn into life jacket models, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> and we think yeah. rather than rather than tossing out these life jackets that the world needs or, um, or offering guidance, like, no, be careful over there. We are like, oh, I hope that everyone thinks I look good in my life jacket or, you know, have a look at me sort of <laughs> attitude, which how yeah. inappropriate is that, you know, when we're called to serve the world, that our focus would be on how we look to the world. I think, you know, just embracing a spirit of self-forgetfulness and reminding ourselves what we're really up on that platform to do will serve us well when we when we face our audience. That's so great. So when did the calling of writing and speaking happen in your life? You know, I think I I spoke for the first time at a mom's group at my church Mm -hmm. uh, with, with my mom. And when we walked out from that, she was just cringing. She hated the idea of speaking. And I was just (laughs) giddy. I was like, I hope I get to do that again sometime. I just loved it. I really enjoyed it. She's like, oh, my gosh, I got sweaty palms and my heart was beating. And (laughs) yeah, her comment was, well, at least they didn't throw things at us, you know. So we just had completely different, different outlooks on that. And so that was really my first opportunity to speak. And on the way out the door, a woman that was a leader of that group said to me, Shannon, that was great. You should consider turning that into an article. And I, I had never thought of that. And so her, just that little spark of encouragement was enough for me to think, yeah, I think I would like to do that. And so I got to work really, really hard on writing an article mm-hmm. and I sent it in and Focus on the Family accepted it. And I had no idea how difficult that was to be yeah. to be published by Focus. I was I was excited, but not nearly as excited as I would be now, knowing like how wow, that was that was amazing yeah. that they took a chance on the first time, my first article ever. And so yeah. it just kind of grew from there. I started doing a little more speaking in my area and then, you know, my first book launched in two thousand seventeen and my speaking has kind of broadened a little bit. I I took my Mm -hmm. first trip on an airplane to speak this year. And so that's just been fun to see, you know, to to have opportunity to reach a wider audience. And Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so and I'm just finishing my third book. Um, I just turned it in on Friday. Jamie, we were trying to find a time oh to gosh. talk, and I'm like, not till after Friday because I'm just yeah. uh, just totally focused on this right now. So it's been a fun journey, and I'm just excited for like I think probably the most meaningful parts of being a writer and a speaker are when I get these little notes. Like I just got mm-hmm. one again, I think today or yesterday, and a, a woman said, I'm only on page 28 and God has already <laughs> used like some yeah. of these, some of these um, thoughts to, to guide. And, you know, like that is just so meaningful that someone would take the time to, to connect with the author that, you know, obviously mm-hmm. was meaningful to her and, um, and that God was using it. Like that's yeah. just, that's very encouraging to me. (laughs) Well, you are the most humble person, you and Kate. There's humbleness. Just, I like the word peppered because you use that word in your book, peppered. Just humbleness peppered throughout your book. And one of the things that I noticed was when you guys talked about social media and the followers and, and the likes. And can you just share the, kind of that experience you had on, you know, to overcome the trap that, that it, it distracts us, basically, the trap of distraction and we're either too prideful or we're so insecure because we have, you know, <laughs> we're doing the comparison thing, which I know you have a lot to talk about with that. So I know the listeners would love to hear your experience with that. Right. You know, I mean, that has all just taken off in the last decade, hasn't it? Yes. I just like, it's this whole new digital world that is opening up to us. And we have this opportunity that we have never had before. I mean, you could, you can like, with a hundred dollars, you can start a business, right? You yeah. can you can purchase, you can have someone build a logo for you. You can start on all the dis- different social media platforms. You can set up a shop. You can collect credit yeah. card payments. <laughs> like I you know. can literally set up a business for minimal expense. And so, you know, with those opportunities, we have the chance to spread truth and light, you know, like mm-hmm. what we believe. Like we have more opportunities than we have ever ever had before. I can put something up on my website and it can, you know, shoot around to the other side of the world in however many seconds it takes. And um, so like in my little office, I can sit here and reach someone on the other side of the world. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we have all of these, these opportunities, you know, to brand ourselves and to sell our messages. And, and then I think though, that those two things of sharing Jesus and sharing our brand, they just kind of get intermingled like, like never before. Right. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Because Uh this digital world, it's full of links and all of the links, you know, I I toss it out in the world, but then there's a link that comes back to me, you know, my Mm -hmm. bio, my socials, my profile. And then every time that somebody clicks those links, I get a little report. It's like a little tally mark, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's sort of like a way to keep score. And so we start out with this desire to share something. You know, I want to share my paintings with the world or I want to share my my music with the world or my writing or whatever it is. I want to share something that that guy has given me this gift or this um, desire to serve the world. And then there's this subtle shift where instead of wanting to share or serve or give, 
suddenly like I want to receive, <laughs> right? I want to receive affirmation or I want to I get some recognition. And, and so like this, this pure, untainted passion that I began with, it gets just kind of murky and muddled with selfishness. And um, so, you know, just trying to sort those out it, it, it can be difficult. Jamie, have you experienced that in, in just starting this podcast? And, you know, have you experienced that desire to see the numbers grow or has, has that affected you at all? Well, yes and no, because I know that God is completely in control and that because this podcast and everything that I kind of do with this ministry and, and just everything I do really in life, I know it comes from him, but I knew that this creativity totally came from him. I couldn't have made any of this up myself and and the details and just everything he brought to me was just a reminder of these past passions that I had years ago. And so I just know if it's coming straight from him that he's going to take it exactly where he wants it to go. So I'm humble in that. But I do, I mean, we got to admit, we love when people encourage us. We love when they give us compliments. You know, it feels good. And I think sometimes we can kind of obsess on that rather than, and that's when we're in that dangerous place where we're not focusing on God and fixing our eyes on Him and really remembering the big why, why we're doing this, right? What's the, yeah, the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so sometimes I just have to like stop looking at the numbers. Like it really isn't about the numbers, you know, like stop checking how many books have sold or how many people clicked my, you know, blog post or whatever it is. Like just unplug from that because really my focus can be so drawn to that Mm -hmm. so that um, I forget my original intention. I, I have to really stay on guard, you know, stay true to that original purpose. Because it really, it was, I think for most of us, we would say it really wasn't about that. And, you know, often like you and I talked about, we start out with just this um, underconfidence, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, that crin- cringeworthiness, yes. like, you know, oh, does, when I, when somebody sees my Instagram account, like, oh, you know, do we really need another this, that, or the other? But then we kind of grow into almost an overconfidence and and that, mm-hmm. I think, is what we need to be more on guard against because that's when we've stopped to rely. I think in that underconfident mm-hmm. stage, we're like in more in prayer and independence mm-hmm. on the Lord and asking like, Lord, would you make up for my lack? I know I'm inadequate yeah. and I just really wanted to share this or serve. But then as we grow a little bit, it can it can turn into yeah. more chasing numbers. Yeah, when you do start growing, you know, more books or more speaking yeah. engagements that it can start to get that way where now you're yeah. you're kind of oh, I was good or oh, this is, you know, it's like your own ability rather than God's ability and God's power relying on his power to get you through a speaking engagement because now you're doing it more and yeah. more and it's just becoming more natural. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember one time writing an article, a blog post for a ministry that I write for it. I remember as I was writing it, it had to do something with going through a storm or going through a trial. And I remember writing, just thinking of the woman on the other side of the screen who would maybe be encouraged. And I had tears and I my heart was breaking mm-hmm. for her, you know, whatever she might be going through. And then mm-hmm. and then I, I sent it in and I kind of forgot about the post. And then when it was published, I got a note from someone saying, hey, I read what you wrote and I found it. I found it on this ministry page and I thought, well, I don't know that ministry. So I went I kind of went searching for that ministry page and I and then I did a search on the article and I saw, oh, my goodness, all these hundreds of places that had been shared and so I'm scrolling and I'm watching how people are interacting and like I you know it was exciting yeah and um and then I, I started like counting you know how many times has this been shared and how many you know how many clicks you know how many people had read it and in the middle of that I just had this I had to stop and think oh my goodness mm-hmm. this article it was written for people who are hurting yeah this is written for you know, brokenness and, and like gone are the tears and in the place is this like almost wicked smile. Like, <laughs> like it's all about me and what I'm yeah. getting out of this and that. It's, oh, it was so disheartening to re- recognize them. So I just think we have to be on guard and, and stay true to our original purpose and, yeah, and, and ask other people to have, have input, you know, especially our spouses or our closest friends. And just say, hey, hey, you know, you got to take a step back here. Like, remember, what's the purpose mm-hmm. here? It's not about growing big and tall. It's about, like, what we really want is true um, spiritual fruit, fruit from the ways that we serve. Yeah. In your book, you wrote about the imagery of Jesus talking about the light on the hilltop and the mm-hmm. strategy to grow or reach people. Share a little bit about that because I thought that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus says that a light on a hill can't be uh-huh. hidden. And um, and then this verse is from Luke 8 says, no one after lighting a lamp covers it under a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand mm-hmm. so that those who enter may see the light. And so we see almost a strategy there. Yeah. You know, that stand, it kind of, you know, it couples with the metaphor of a platform. It's lifted up so that those who enter might see the light. And, and, you know, you think about the strategy of, well, I'm not going to light a lamp and then cover it with, you know, with a jar that would snuff it out, or I'm not going to put it under a bed. Like that doesn't serve its purpose. And, you know, the bed might catch on fire. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so, (laughs) so we see that God is strategic, but if you think about this metaphor, of a light, a lamp being lit, the metaphor is really about our understanding being lit. You know, it's about our mind. Mm. All of us start out in this in this dark world. We start out with not understanding who God is, mm-hmm. not understanding who who we are, that we have this problem with sin. Like we don't understand that we have offended God and that we need Jesus. But then for some of us, there's this time that God lights the lamp. He's the one who first lights the lamp. Mm. And then, so if, if he lights the lamp, well, then he's the one who's setting it up on the stand. Yes. You know, he's the one who's saying like, no, I'm not going to cover that. I'm not going to cover that lamp. I'm not going to put that lamp under a bed. I'm going to set it up on a stand. So we see like, he's the one with the strategy. Right. Like, isn't that exciting? Yes. Yes. Right. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, so he has put us up on a platform. And if you if you back up just a little bit further from that passage, it's actually linked um, with the parable of the sower, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, Jesus tells the story of the farmer who just is like scattering seed, you know, indiscriminately wherever it mm-hmm. lands. And then afterwards, the disciples are like, hey, can you explain this parable to us? And so you think about the fact that these 12 are going to be the ones who launch the gospel. Like they're going to be the ones who, they start the Jesus movement. And so you would think, since they're going to be the ones scattering the seeds soon, you know, you would think that Jesus would say, hey, let's talk strategy. Okay, so here's how you scatter. You know, here's like, stay away from the hard to it, you know, but he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He and that's when he uses this verse. Mm-hmm. He talks about lighting a lamp and not covering. Yeah. And so you get the the picture that Jesus is saying, you know what? Here's your strategy. Yeah. You just you just step out on the platform that God has already put on your under your feet. God's already placed you somewhere strategically. Mm-hmm. He's the one who set you up. And all you have to do is shine. That's right. You know, just be who you were designed to be and shine. And don't worry about. Yeah you know, getting enough people to come in the room yeah. so that they'll see your light. Like, it's really not about you. Right. It's about just shining and reflecting yeah. our great God. That's right. That's <laughs> our purpose. And I just love how that ties into what God gave me with this podcast. There was the pillars of this podcast, if you will, the vision. I did an intro, but then God gave me the light and the salt. And this is exactly what this podcast is about is spreading the light and that, you know, we are the salt of the earth. And, you know, we're attractive when we are filled with God's love and his light. I think it's a beautiful picture of you giving an opportunity for these lights to be up on a stand, you know, through this podcast, you're just asking women to come and tell their story Mm -hmm. and just, you know, step on the very platform God has put under their feet and Hey, let's just shine light. And so we would hope that our listeners would be inspired by that as they listen to these stories of the women that are on your podcast. Mm, Yeah. You know, the goal is that they would hear that and think, wow, you know, I want to share my story. Mm-hmm. What's the way? And maybe, you know, maybe on your podcast, maybe not. Maybe I want to just let people know who I yeah. am and let them know about what God has done in my heart and how he's changed me and what a difference he's made. How can I shine my light? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the goal is that we would we would be influencing each other constantly. And that's, that's the body of Christ, right. right? We're all influencers. Yes, yes. And that's why this book is so good because it, it's not necessarily for somebody who's building a po- platform. You know, this is should be read by everyone because we're all, you know, <laughs> being called to be influencers, ambassadors for Christ. And yeah. it just gives you the answers to the questions yeah. and just the encouragement to move forward with courage and boldness. Okay. So I loved reading about your comparison trap um, <laughs> and how it creeps in. The insecurities start to reign in our minds and our hearts. And you wrote about that experience. I think you had a couple of them, but would you want to share one that was probably one of your most impactful learning experiences with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just, comparison is so much a part of um, just our struggle in the world that we live in. 
And especially, I think, now with social media, we have all of these windows. It used to be like you, maybe you'd compare with your neighbor mm-hmm. on either yeah. side of your yeah. house. But now <laughs> it's like we have a million windows into everybody's houses. Like we get to see, yeah. like we have so many more opportunities to compare and feel jealous or feel inadequate or or feel superior. Like those are the two results of comparison. Either we feel inferior or superior mm-hmm. and neither one are really helpful. Both of those can lead us into bondage. I think that's exactly what our enemy wants for us. So yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about comparison. That's my my book that I just turned in. The manuscript title is Comparison Girl. And let's see if I can get the subtitle right. Lessons from Jesus to flip the script on your measure up mindset. I think that's I think that's right. But yeah, I I think comparison is such a trap that distracts us. So yeah, let me share an example though that I, that was in our influence book. I told about when my first book came out, my husband started, like, you know how Amazon will give you a rank, you know, they'll give yeah. you a number where your book ranks. And so my husband would like call me from the office sometimes and go, hey, babe, like, did you know your book is at 15,462? <laughs> and like, who knew that 15,000 would be such a big day? Yeah. Like, right? It's like, wow, 15,000. But yeah. yeah, so he would just, Keep an eye on that for me. And um, well, then one day I said, hey, check out this other person's, this other book that had come out the same time as mine. Like, let's call her Mm -hmm. Stacy. So Stacy's book came out the same day as mine. And I said, hey, check out her book and see how it's doing. And, And so that became our habit. I'd say, ooh, how's Stacy's book doing? <laughs> and, and so some days hers would be um, higher than mine, you know, uh, high, and, I, and I'd be like, boo. Yeah. And then other days hers would be low. And so it turned into this thing. And when I started checking, I started checking my Amazon rank and then Stacy's Amazon rank just went back and forth. And, and you know what? My heart started like I would soar with pride or deflate with jealousy in a moment's notice, just based on some number on a screen that had absolutely nothing to do with mm-hmm. anything. And I just realized that it was a distraction. Yeah. Like, you know, while I want I want Stacy to be um, used by God. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have anything against her. She is my sister mm-hmm. in Christ. And so I had to, I just stopped. I stopped looking yeah. at that. And I, I think, you know, Jamie, I think sometimes we have that as our solution for comparison. We'll just stop mm-hmm. it. Just stop. And I, you know, so I don't know that that's necessarily possible mm-hmm. because I remember the day that I stopped, I just decided I'm not going to look at that Amazon rank thing anymore. I'm just like, that's just mm-hmm. not healthy. But then I opened up my Instagram and I saw another author was sharing like, oh, I have a new book coming out. And I thought, oh my goodness. How does she have another book? Called, like, you know, so then here I am comparing yeah. again. You know, so, like there are. I don't know. I don't know that we will ever be able to just stop comparing. It's like comparing that I have dark hair and you have blonde hair. Like mm-hmm. you know how? Yeah. Like I, we can't. We can't compare. But I think that um, Jesus invites us to compare in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so, like when I talk about comparison, I often will use a, a glass measuring cup. You know, with the little red yes, lines on the side. Uh-huh. So, and I, and I just talk about how that's really our enemy wants us focused on those lines. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be holding our little measuring cup next to somebody else's measuring cup. Like, how do I measure against mm-hmm. you? And I think that Jesus says, you know what? That's really not 
the goal here. Let's focus on the spout. Mm-hmm. You were designed to have that measuring cup tilted so that you're pouring your oh, life out. And then so what bad. happens when we tip our measuring cup? Those lines are beautifully irrelevant. Mm-hmm. They just don't matter yeah. anymore. And so I think the way that Jesus has us compare would be to walk into a room with a focus on serving. Mm-hmm. How can I serve you today? How can I lift the people in this room up? What do I have in my measuring cup as I walk into this room? What do I have to give to these sisters or these brothers in Christ What or to the mm-hmm. world? What do I have to offer? And what do I uniquely have to yeah. offer? And then as I walk into that room, like I see, oh my goodness, Jamie is so different than me in this way. But rather than feeling threatened by that, it's like I hold my little cup up and say, hey, you know, you pour into me. God gave you a gift mm-hmm. so that for me to receive, what can I learn from you? How can I be encouraged by you? And so, you know, if we all just simultaneously have our little measuring cups tipped and yeah. we're, we're pouring and receiving, that's what the, that collaborative effort, that's what the church is supposed to look like. And, and when everybody's measuring cup is tipped, those lines are irrelevant. Um, so that's, I think, the reverse way that God would have yeah. us to, yes, we're completely different. We all have, we look different. Mm-hmm. We're filled with different experiences and we have different gifts. And, and that's on purpose. Yeah. We're, we're different so that you have things that I need. I have things that you need and we're supposed to be yes, sharing them. Yes, that is so good. I love that. And there's no two alike. God specifically right. has a purpose for me, has a purpose for you. And even though there may be some similarities there where you know we write or speak or whatever, it's not the same voice. It's not the same writing style. Oh. It's, you know, it's uniquely tailored individually. Right. Yeah. And that's, a, and that's on purpose. I think, you know, you touched on something. The more that we serve in similar ways, the more temptation yeah. there is to compare, mm-hmm. right? And so the way to fight that is not to just stop comparing. I think it's to actually lean into that that comparison and look at like, okay, yes, we're serving in similar ways, but how am I different from Jamie? How has God created me to be different, either in the background that he's given me or the talents that he's given me or the, the passion that he's ignited inside of me? How is he calling me to do something that's unique from what Jamie is called mm-hmm. to do? And so then let me just get busy on that and let me celebrate how God has made her unique and different. And and you know what? There are no two of us that are exactly yeah. alike. Yeah. And there yeah. are enough platforms yeah. <laughs> to, for all yeah. of us, at, you know, of different sizes and different, you know, there. I always encourage different ones who want to get started with speaking or writing. I'll tell them, you know what, I do not have time anymore to go to all these mom's groups that I used to speak at. Like, can I please give them your name? Like, cause I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I am doing this over here now and I don't have, I can't do mm-hmm. both. So I think God is calling you to fill that platform. And then maybe, um, you know, maybe I'll have a different platform that someone hands off to me. Like God is using all of us in his timing and in his, but if you're going to sulk and say, well, no, I don't want to speak at the mom's group of 20 people. I really wanted to speak for that group of a thousand mm-hmm. people. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's not God's timing quite yet. And yeah. so just being, coming to the platform that God has already put under our feet with, not with overconfidence, not with underconfidence, mm-hmm. just recognizing who we are and ready to pour out what he has given us and just, just share what we have. 
and shine our light. Yeah. That, that's what we're called to. So good. Yeah. I, it, it, it really, the more we lean into God, we lean into marinating ourselves with his word and in prayer, mm-hmm. we naturally pop. We're vibrant with color. We stand out. We've got our own style. Uh, The Lord makes us shine and it's nothing we've done, but it's just us drawing closer and closer to him and having that encounter and that intimate relationship with him. That's what makes us grow and shine and not looking, you know, right or left, but straight ahead at the Lord's face, seeking him. So, well, so awesome. Is there any last minute takeaways you'd love to conclude with maybe where people can find you? And again, the the book name and your new book that's coming out, any kind of stuff for the last few minutes here? Sure. Yeah. I would love to connect with your listeners. You can find me at shannonpopkin.com and it's P as in Paul. So popkin. Mm -hmm. Like think of a pop fan if you can't remember my name. (laughs) And um, (laughs) and then um, our our new book is called Influence and it's available on Amazon or you can find it on my site. And so, you know what, Jamie, I would love to just close by praying for your listeners. Yes, that would be awesome. Thank you. Okay. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that you created us with such unique in unique ways. Mm-hmm. We're, we're unique in the way that we look. Our fingerprints are all different and our, our eyes are all different and our faces and our skin tone. Mm-hmm. And, and you have given us each different passions and spiritual gifts and callings. And um, Lord, we just uh, praise you that we are created not uh, to be uniform with each other, to mm-hmm. be in unity, but not to be mm-hmm. uniform. Like the unity comes just because of our differences. And so, Lord, we just praise you that we are uniquely created. And Lord, we just want to lay uh, our lives down before you and say, God, would you use me mm-hmm. in whatever you have called me to? Like you have given me the, the unique neighbors that I have or the unique ministry that I have or the, the gifts that I have. And Lord, I just want to be used by you. Father, um, I pray that there might be a listener um, today who just has that spark of understanding of like, I don't have to compare myself with somebody else. I just have to, to give what you've placed in my hands, God. I don't, I just want to, um, to stop focusing on the lines and start focusing on that mm-hmm. spout and start pouring myself out. Lord, I just pray for freedom. I pray mm-hmm. for, um, just that, that pure desire to serve you and that we would not get tangled up with comparison or inadequacy yeah. or um, those feel, or pride or whatever it is holding us back. Lord, Lord would we just be your servants pouring it all out before you. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. This was a huge honor to have you on here. And I've been looking forward to this for uh, some time now. So I know the listeners are enjoying this podcast as well. You're rich with wisdom. So thank you. My pleasure. It was so great. Let's talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website 
at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J A Y M E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals Himself through your own life story.